This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 934. Erroneous essay feedback you should ignore for an IELTS 7. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Will it hurt your score if you say, in a nutshell, at the end of a body paragraph? How long should your conclusion paragraph be? Find out the answers today and make sure you have the best examiner tips for writing task two. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Jessica, how are you? I'm good. No, well, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, it's such a, um, it, it's just a habit. It's just like a natural, like automatic response to be like, I'm good. Um, it's still, man, the wildfires are still here and we're still just like enveloped in uh, wildfire smoke. But hey, that's a good word for IELTS, enveloped. I love that word. Um, when can we use enveloped, Aubrey? Oh, man, you can do that anytime to think of if you're surrounded by something, something's kind of taking over your life. Right now, yes. you guys are enveloped in IELTS study because it's a very prevalent part of your lives. You can be enveloped in anything. Yeah. Um, and guys, like it sounds fancy and it might sound unfamiliar to you, but y you probably know the word envelope right? Um, it's just like the stress is different and it becomes unfamiliar when we use the adjective enveloped, but it's, it's a high level word for yeah. sure. You're actually um, going to be tempted to read it as enveloped. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> if you ever see a D at the end, it's not enveloped, <laughs> even though it's spelled the same, it's enveloped. Totally. totally. It has a very I think, different um, meaning. A good synonym phrase would be like um, drowning in or flooded mm. by, you know, these uh, lots of water terminology here. Right. But again, it's just like you can't like escape it like this, yes. whatever it is, it's everywhere. It's all around you all the time. Um, maybe even like like being like sucked into something. Let's see. Could we use it like that with like ideas or information? Um, our world is enveloped by uh, desire for climate change. I don't know. I wish that were true. <laughs> <laughs> all we're enveloped by is smoke right now. That's it. That's all I can think of right now because that's my reality. <laughs> right. Anyway, Aubrey, um, what are we talking about today? 
I'm excited for this one. We got a really good email from a student with feedback they received from another service, which had some terrible advice that we want to, we let him know right away, no, that's not correct. And we want to share that with you guys as well, in case you get similar advice and we don't want you to trip that up for IELTS. So we're going to tell you all about that today. And yeah, it's about writing today. Some good advice for your writing task two essay. Yes, guys. So um, we are digging in deep today to different details about conclusions, right? Concluding sentences of paragraphs and the conclusion paragraph of your essay. Um, so that is what we are digging into today, guys. This was a very interesting email to read because the student actually like sent us the email feedback and some of it's great. Um, guys, like we're again, I just want to like have a disclaimer here. We are not I we are not bad mouthing other teachers, okay? Like this teacher, I'm sure this teacher thinks that they are doing the best for this student, right? For sure. Um, there's no like nefarious motivations. <gasps> that's another great word. Nefarious means nefarious. like evil or wicked. <laughs> right. That's not um, the case. <laughs> not the case. Oh my gosh, guys. Um, we are recording this for our YouTube channel as well. So make sure you check this out because I just had some fun nefarious gestures with yeah, my hands. Your okay. evil witch fingers. <laughs> my but evil no, witch fingers. That's a really good point because this teacher, I'm reading his advice and I'm saying this would be excellent advice for my master's thesis or for totally. essays I wrote for my bachelor's degree in college, right? Yes, this is sure. great advice for academic essays, but it's not appropriate for IELTS. And that's what you guys are worried about right now. Yeah, exactly, guys. Um, and I mean... <sighs> A couple of these things, the, the two pieces of advice we're going to start with, guys, um, is related to vocabulary, specifically transition words. And honestly, like, I wouldn't give this advice to anybody, you know? So what this teacher told the student um, was to not use the phrases, in a nutshell, and to sum up. Was that right? In yep. a nutshell, and to sum up. The teacher said you can only use those transition phrases in the conclusion paragraph, which is not true at all ever for any piece of writing, guys. Um, even if you're writing like your thesis, your master's thesis or whatever, more than likely you're going to have very long paragraphs and you will need a conclusion sentence to orient the reader. That's the purpose of these transition phrases, right? Is to orient the reader, make the ideas flow, make it easy to understand. Um, and you need to do that same stuff for, you, for IELTS, right? Because the IELTS examiner has to easily read it from beginning to end, understanding everything. Um, so Aubrey, here's the question. So we can use these phrases for conclusion sentences in the body paragraphs. But that's a vocabulary thing. Do we need conclusion sentences and body paragraphs for IELTS task two? Right. That's the question, right? If you are providing reasons with clear, specific details and examples, and it's very clear, you don't need any kind of conclusion sentence in a body paragraph, right? Totally. Those concluding sentences can be saved for the conclusion. But if you have shared some details or an example that feels like it's sort of gotten away from the reason a little bit, you can definitely use one of these transition phrases as a conclusion sentence to kind of sum up everything that you've said to support that example. That's great to exactly. support that reason. Yeah. Exactly. So... 
Long story short, guys, um, because I know we have sort of enjoyed nerding out on this cohesion, coherence, and vocabulary ideas, but I just want to summarize this for you real fast, guys, before we move on. Um, The only time you need conclusion sentences in body paragraphs is if your examples, your details have gotten away from the question, because it all comes back to the score, okay? Your task score, if you want a seven or higher, it relies on everything. Every sentence, every idea in your body paragraph being directly connected to the test question. Okay. And if you, if you didn't do that, if it's sort of indirectly connected, then you must have a conclusion sentence to bring it back. So I'll give you guys an example. I actually had a personal coach class yesterday with a very high level student from Japan. And in the third body paragraph, he was supposed to be talking about um, why the government should not give phones and internet to people who are jobless, who are unemployed, okay? So he started talking about like, no, they, they shouldn't. They actually just need to pay the fees for these services because it's like everybody has a phone, but maybe they can't afford to pay the bill, right? To pay the access fees every month. So that's great, but it is, I, I love it. It's a great idea, but it does kind of get away from the question about giving devices. So my advice to him was, yes, in this body paragraph, just put a quick little conclusion sentence in there and just say like, consequently, um, the government does not need to provide the device itself, but instead um, subsidize the fees, something like that. So it's it's just taking that keyword from the question device and just making sure that it's clear in that paragraph. Exactly, right? So then when the examiner is grading, they see, okay, this sentence brings it back. It's very clearly connected to the topic. We don't have these segues that don't work. And or tangents that don't work, and it's all clearly related, and that's going to be a high-scoring essay. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, And uh, I'm going to look at this other feedback here, but Aubrey, you said that there was a a question about conclusions in the Facebook group too. Yeah, so Jessica had posted in the Facebook group the advice that we, you have to have clear paragraphs and for your task score, for your cohesion coherence score, and one sentence does not make a paragraph. So sometimes we'll see students that'll have a couple of individual sentences. Those need to be combined. You need to have clear paragraphs. So you need to have at least two sentences to make a paragraph. And a student commented on that asking, what if I write a sentence that begins with in conclusion and it's one complex sentence? Does that work as a full paragraph. And no, even though it's a complex sentence, it's still just one sentence. We recommend a follow-up sentence, maybe something beginning with, I wish in the future, and have them both be related, supporting your opinion. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah. Cause guys, again, like it all comes back to the score, right? So I was an IELTS examiner for 14 years. I have passed on this knowledge and extensive training with Aubrey. She's fully three key certified. She knows everything I do about IELTS. Um, and so we can tell you guys that the score is not based on your introduction and conclusion, right? Um, but however, you need to have it if you want a band seven or higher, because you have to have four paragraphs. It has to follow the essay format. So the thing 
thing is, don't spend a long time like crafting the perfect conclusion. It's not about that. Just have a clear, easy template like our three keys template. Ding, ding, ding. And just use the two sentences we tell you, right? Just in sum, don't say in conclusion because that's boring. Say in sum or in a nutshell, right? Um, and then restate your opinion and then say something about the future related to the topic. That's it. Like make it easy. Two sentences in your conclusion. That's all you need. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so one last note about the feedback that this student received from a teacher. Um, and now, like, this goes back to what you said earlier, Aubrey. If this person is grading just purely an academic essay, this piece of advice would make sense, but not for IELTS. So in the third paragraph of the student's essay, they said, it is my belief that blah, blah, blah. The comment from the teacher was, do not use personal pronouns in your IELTS essay. What? Okay, why does that make me say, what? <laughs> we actually hear this a lot from teachers or from students yeah. telling us, my teacher said, don't share personal examples. Don't use personal pronouns. Yeah, yeah, in my master's thesis, I needed to write it in third person academically. That's not yeah. the case for IELTS. Even the instructions will tell you, share personal examples, draw on personal experiences to support yes. your opinion. You have to use personal pronouns to do that. And it's That's not, true. this teacher said it has to be reserved for the conclusion, said only use personal pronouns when you share your opinion in the conclusion. That's not the case. You can use right. personal pronouns throughout your IELTS essay, share personal examples if they're related. That's a high scoring essay because you are providing personal, strong um, examples that you believe in that will right. be a strong support for your reasons. Yeah, no, totally. That's a really good point. So that's something we teach our students is like, when you're thinking of support for the body paragraphs, real people, real places, real times. And if you are that real person, that's your example. That's great. Go for it. It's believable. It's strong. It's connected. Don't waste time thinking of complicated quotes from Aristotle. Like, use something from your own life, guys. Um, and not only that, like Aubrey said, what is, what's the question? What's the instruction? Guys, the question asks, like, what is your opinion? Okay. If you never say what your opinion is, that is a five for task. Straight up, five. Okay? You cannot get higher than five. It is in the scoring rubric for task that the examiner must see a clear position. That is, that is your opinion. Okay? So if you don't accomplish the task, which is expressing your opinion, then you get a five for a task. Okay? So that is ridiculous. And the second thing, don't save it for the, for the conclusion. Like you need to have your opinion as often as you can throughout the essay, because that's what the examiner is looking for. So I hope we cleared up some important 
myths and misunderstandings related to vocab and conclusion ideas and opinions. Um, Aubrey, this was a jam-packed episode. I know it was really good. I'm so like that student who posted that on Facebook. I was so glad that she commented that and we could tell her right away. No, don't do that. We don't want you to get bad information elsewhere or make assumptions and then have that bring down your IELTS score. So definitely email us if you have questions, get into three keys IELTS so that you can get this feedback, get answers to your questions right away. Go to allearsenglish.com slash keys, and then we can give you that immediate feedback to make sure that you can get the scores you need on IELTS. Yes. Awesome. Trust the experts, guys. Oh, okay. I know that we should be finishing right now, but I just want to tell you a very quick story. Just like, just on the theme of, you know, where are you investing your time? Who are you trusting? Okay. So I went to the dentist yesterday. I know this this seems not connected. (laughs) Um, I'll make it real fast. It just occurred to me. So I went to the dentist um, yesterday and I told the dentist that like the last dentist I went to told me that I had to pay all this money and have like this special procedure done to my gums and like it was going to be like a thousand dollars or whatever. And so the new dentist I went to was like, no, like your gums are really healthy. That is ridiculous. Like do not pay for this procedure. It is, you don't need it. Um, so guys, this is like, we can't trust these deals that seem so good, right? Like pay $10 for feedback on five essays, right? I mean, like this dentist was like, pay a dollar for your checkup, but then they're going to charge you a thousand dollars for another thing. So guys, just, you need to know who to trust and where to invest your money. This is the, the, um, the takeaway from my dentist story. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a really good analogy because you, you might save money in the short term, but it right. could lower your score in the long term. You have yeah. to take the IELTS exam again and yeah. you end up paying all this money to take the exam again. You don't want to exactly. get bad advice. You don't want to get your te- your essays great by English teachers who don't know the IELTS exam. So be very wary with cheap essay feedback. Yeah, guys. Okay. So get a good dentist and get a good IELTS teacher. Um, go to allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S, not for dentistry, for IELTS. Okay, and you guys Aubrey. definitely need to come and check out the YouTube recording of this video because <laughs> you're going to see a little cameo by Jessica's son who is like dancing in the kitchen in the background. <laughs> like, oh, that's a little bonus. time. You know, like right? Head to the, the world, our world moves on around yeah. us. Okay. <laughs> All right, Aubrey. Thanks for uh, noticing that. I wonder if you saw. Okay, guys. Well, we'll see you on the YouTube channel because yeah. I know you're going to check this out now. I would. Um, and Aubrey, I will uh, talk to you next week. Yep. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.